Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. It is a joy to see you all here, especially when we had so many at the earlier service. I was wondering, is anyone coming to the later service? So I was overjoyed to see all of you come in. In John chapter 14, Jesus tells us that in his father's house there are many mansions and that he goes to prepare a place for us. That is, there is a place for us. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us, a room for us within his father's house. And so there is room for us in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus promises us this, and he himself prepares the room for us, like having guests in your home, or more like having family return home, and you get the room ready for their return. Of course, some return from college and find that their rooms have been turned into man caves or something like that. I don't know what Dan has done to the three of you, but we do provide counseling here. I just... Jesus goes to prepare that place for us. There is room for us. But is there room for him within the inn of our hearts? The Word of God tells us that the kingdom of heaven is also within our hearts. And that God desires to make his home within us. Are the rooms of our hearts prepared for the coming of Jesus? The coming of our Lord and our Savior? Have we prepared a room for him within the kingdom of heaven that dwells within us? for him to come and reign within our hearts. When Joseph and Mary came to Bethlehem, there was no room in the inn. And we are told that they were given a stable. Now, stables in those days were truly actually part of the house, but not part of the inner house, where the animals were kept. And if we're honest, isn't that where we like to keep Jesus? We don't always desire for him to enter into the inner places of our hearts, to reign within our hearts, to bring the fullness of the kingdom of God, because then we would have to change. He would be the Lord and God of our thoughts and our hearts and our bodies and our souls and our spirits, what we do and what we do not do. But we say, Lord, but we don't want you to go away. So stay over here in the stable of our hearts where you're nearby, where I can come and see you when I want to. 
when I need you, I know that you are near. And I can come out and speak to you. And if I'm afraid, I can cry out to you in the stable of my heart. Jesus. And you'll be there. But Jesus does not desire the stables of our hearts. He desires the throne of our heart. Imagine someday when Sarah and Rebecca have grown and I go to visit them in their homes and they say, Dad, it's so wonderful for you to be with us. Where's my room? And they'll say, oh, we have no room for you in our house, Dad. You can be out in the doghouse with the animals. But Becca, I'm allergic to dogs. (laughs) Right? And yet that's what we do with Jesus. God himself comes into the world and we do not have room for him. And we say, If we had known who he was, we certainly would have opened the inn. For the Lord himself had come. And yet we, who know who Jesus is, often keep him in the stables of our hearts. Rather than inviting him where he belongs, in the inner sanctuary of our hearts. Who is it? that desires to come into our hearts. Who is this child who is born in Bethlehem? We are told at near the conclusion of today's gospel narrative that Mary pondered all these things in her heart. That is, she received her son not only within her womb to be born into the world, but she received these mysteries into the depths of her heart, the depths of her being. Have you ever thought about how the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary was the first place where heaven and earth touched? It was in her womb that the eternal met the temporal. It was in her womb that the infinite touched the finite. In her womb, where heaven and earth came together and God entered into the creation. The first time. Now you all know in the Sistine Chapel that wonderful depiction by Archdeacon Michael Angelo (laughs) of, of Adam trying to touch the finger of God and God reaching down to him to touch him. And this is a foreshadowing of the incarnation where God really does touch man where God himself comes to live among his children. Heaven and earth, the eternal and the temporal, the infinite and the finite, coming together 
in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It was in her womb that the Creator entered His creation. It was born into this world. And He comes into this world because of His love for us. But He desires our hearts. He did not come for worldly pomp and circumstances. He was born in a stable among the animals. The angels, the heralds of heaven, proclaimed His coming to shepherds in the field. He was not born in a palace, but laid in a manger, a feeding trough. Jesus says in John chapter 6, I am the bread of heaven who has come down from heaven. And he is born in Bethlehem, meaning the house of bread, the tabernacle of bread. And he is placed in a feeding trough. He comes that we may take him into ourselves to share with us his very life. And this is why we rejoice this night. This is why this night is a night of hope to cast out despair and light to cast out the darkness. This is why this night is so holy. Because on this night, it was proclaimed to the world that God himself had come to her out of love for her, to redeem her, to save her because of his love. So where will Jesus be after tonight? When he knocks at the door of your heart in the midst of the trials and tribulations of this world, in the midst of temptation, in the midst of sin or heartache, in the midst of suffering or death, when he knocks in your heart, will you be like the little man who first answers the door in the land of Oz? Go away! Remember him? Will you say, go away, Jesus? I thought that was actually funnier, but anyway. Uh, (laughs) Will we send him away? Or will we say, yes, come in, but don't enter this room. That is where I keep my sorrow. And don't enter this room. That is where I hide my sin. And don't enter this room. This is where I keep my unresolved anger. And don't enter this room. This is where I keep the desire for worldly things. Now, Christine and I and the girls just moved this past week from one side of Marlboro all the way to about halfway across the city. And it's amazing just how much stuff 
people accumulate. And when I say people, I mean us. Is, are the rooms of your heart so filled with other things that you are still holding on to that there's no room for Jesus there? Are you going to keep him in the stables of your heart where you have access to him when you want him? Or will you say, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my heart shall be healed. We found a wonderful dumpster company called uh, Bin There, Dump That. (laughs) Bin There, Dump That. Are you willing to let Jesus open the chambers of your heart and to throw out all the garbage that is there and to heal those places within you and allow him to reign in the inner sanctuary of your hearts at every moment? For this is why he's come, to reign not only in heaven, Not only in the resurrection. Not only from the cross. Not only from the manger in Bethlehem. But to be born anew this day and to to reign within your heart. What are the last words of the Bible? Who knows? What? No, I think you're right. Come, Lord Jesus, come. May those be our Christmas words tonight as we open up our hearts. Come, Lord Jesus, not into the stables of my heart, but into the inner sanctuary. Be born anew within me. Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen.